Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Creative and Balance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got a special episode for you. Today I am joined with an amazing soul. Her name is Selena Rose. She's a nutritionist, an author, a teacher, a speaker, many other things. And today we're going to learn about taking care of your body, your mind. Very candid talk. And you're going to hear about her life and everything leading up to what led to her to be in a position to drastically help people like me and you. I kind of dove into about how us creatives, we can get into some bad ruts. And this is overall just a great talk. I don't know if this will translate into audio, but Selena has such a warm energy to her. I don't know. I mentioned on the episode that she looked like she was glowing, and it's cool. We met briefly prior to this. Like, it's going to sound like we're old pals, but uh, we met briefly at the TIFF Film Festival party. We have some mutual friends who work for the company Imagination Park. We talked for like 20 minutes, and I didn't even fully ask her everything that she does, but I just had a feeling that she should be on an episode of my show. And as we kept in touch, I dove into what she did, and yeah, that intuition was right. It's pretty cool. But before we get into this talk, a couple things. Big plug, speaking of Imagination Park, they have a movie they produce that is now on Netflix. It's called The Kindergarten Teacher. You should definitely check this film out if you're looking for something to watch. It's beautiful. It's intense. It'll make you laugh out loud. It'll make you cry. Uh, well, I didn't cry, but uh, at the premiere, there was this lady beside me just bawling her eyes out. And it's a beautiful film. And like I mentioned, I know a lot of people hit me up. Listen to my show because they have some sort of creative spirit themselves. And this movie is about the core of the creative spirit in somebody seeing that potential in somebody else. But then doing some line crossing things to try to get them to the next level. And that's all I'm going to say. Super vague, but watch it. The Kindergarten Teacher. It's brilliant. And another thing, we are finally on Spotify. That was long overdue. And like I say, every episode, if you follow us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, and now Spotify, that each one of these episodes has its own page at www.girthradio.com. You'll get to see some pictures of me and the guest in the studio and also multiple links to Selena's work, her book, and many other things that we talked about today. But with all that being said, I think I said it. Oh, yeah, one more shout out. Our sponsor, the Pacific Junction Hotel. Now, with all that being said, I'm going to throw this episode right at you. Here's Selena Rose coming at you right now. Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. 
Selena Rose, author, nutritionist, dreamer, adventurer, fairy, fairy, and still <laughs> believes in magic. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get into like your whole nutritionist life and everything. But mm-hmm. I want I want to know why you meet what you mean about still believes in magic oh this is you know what nobody's ever asked me that despite it being on my public profile but Mm -hmm. i put it in there just as a little seed like if you really want to know more about me then you'll ask that question and here we are yes this is the place to do that dude yeah so what i mean by still believes in magic i find that a lot of people I guess it's kind of they get pessimistic with the world or they think that life isn't on their side or that the universe isn't a friendly place. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess that's my way of saying that I believe it is a friendly place. I believe that life happens for us, not to us. Yeah. And uh, that there are no coincidences. Like there's so many... Yeah. Synchronistic ways that life comes together. Yeah. I, I've been feeling that too. And it's also been like a theme of like a lot of the guests I have on the show. And we've been diving into talks like that. Almost like things happening at certain times that are just so weird. Like it's almost like there's some path or like a certain energy around us that yes. we can't read or understand. But it's like there. And it mm-hmm. like I, I don't care if i sound crazy right now but i feel like if you kind of open to that you like you feel it like it's not like something you see or anything yeah it's so true i mean even us sitting here talking like we met at random yeah at yeah a tiff party yeah and uh you know and here we are and who knows like what's going to come of this episode or what's going to come of anything but i kind of feel like we're here for a reason so. yeah definitely even it was cool when i talked to you at that tiff party um I didn't fully knew what you did, but there was like this feeling. I'm like, I could probably talk to this girl for hours. There's like a, an energy to you. And I'm like, there's something up. Let's. And then I think I asked you or I was telling you about the show and stuff yeah. like that. And it was in the back of my mind. Uh, I don't know if I asked you then or later on, but I just like I was like, I should get her on the podcast and then yeah. see your social media. And you're absolutely killing it. You're an Thank author, you. nutritionist, like teach yoga classes and I think it's cool because uh, lots of like different uh, types of creative people listen to the show and they're mm. on the show. And I find like sometimes we get into these unhealthy patterns and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So somebody like you can like, I don't know, help us or like <laughs> selfishly save me right now. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Awesome. I don't know what it is. I think um, some creatives, they, we just get too much in our own head and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to not like focusing on like taking care of ourselves. For sure, for sure. And I I love the way that you framed our conversation today. But I want to make one thing clear from the beginning Mm -hmm. is, you know, I am not immune to that creative process, too. Like that's what we bonded over that night when we first met and we were talking was talking about the creative process and how it's all consuming and I get that because I've been in that with my own business and with my own passions and things like that so I know what it's like to put your health on the back burner or to be 
so driven by something, by this outcome or this goal that you're chasing that it's like nothing else seems to matter. Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. uh, I want to go back in time with you because I know what you do now, but I want to know how you got into this. Like, was there a day where you just started making healthy life choices? Have you been raised that way or is it? Uh, mm, that's yeah. a good question. So I was born in a big Italian family with food being the focus of everything. Lots of pasta. Lots of pasta, <laughs> exactly. Um, when when I got into my early teens, I started to be more body conscious and was interested in food, took a little bit of an interest in health, and I started to look at the older generations in my family and see that lifestyle diseases were creeping in. So things like gaining weight, uh, arthritis, diabetes, type 2 diabetes, these kinds of things were showing up in the older generations of my family. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. I wonder if maybe the things that we're doing or not doing and the things that we're eating or not eating are contributing to that. So that really sent me on this quest for like, what is the right way to eat? How, you know, how can I make that happen for myself so that I can thrive into my older years because there's examples of people out there who are running marathons at 90 and I don't even know that I could do that today but you know yeah it's, yeah. it's a possibility it mm-hmm. could definitely happen if we treat ourselves right so that was sort of where I started to veer off the path of what everybody else in my family was doing mm-hmm. um, and in my quest I mean, the internet wasn't quite then what it is today. Yeah, yeah. You were born in the 80s too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I know that life too. It's like very hard to find research when we were kids. It's like stuff you see on TV or listen on the radio. Or in magazines or things like that. And of course, it's all these airbrush models and it's this diet plan and that exercise plan and stuff like that. And so I fell into every diet trap out there, you know, low carb high protein, don't eat this, eat that, you know, <laughs> drink lemon water for three days. And like, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like all of these <laughs> crazy things that if people are at all interested in health or if you've Googled, like chances are you've come across this kind of stuff. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. So that kind of led me down a path of trying to figure out what was healthy and I ended up with some not so great habits and then had to recover from what I thought I was doing to be healthy that actually wasn't yeah yeah so as you were like going through this at the early stages was your family like Selena why aren't you eating the pasta (laughs) it's like what's wrong with this (laughs) but did you get any like uh like uh I don't know backlash yeah backlash or just like confusion of Um, what you may have been up yeah I mean I started to kind of be the black sheep and then for me my journey has been kind of a chicken and an egg situation because I started experimenting with my diet and with different foods and then somehow in there I either developed a gluten intolerance or I discovered that I had a gluten intolerance and so then it was like when I tried to eat the things again it just wasn't working for my body. Mm-hmm. And I was so much more conscious at that point of what felt good in my system and what didn't feel good in my system that it was just like, oh, now I actually can't eat the way that I grew up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So 
as you're like learning trial in mm-hmm. error, you ended up finding something that worked like with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So after I discovered my gluten tolerance, it was a couple years of a process to basically learn what gluten is. So this, remember, this is like several years ago when gluten intolerance really wasn't a thing. Like Mm -hmm. it's everywhere now and it really wasn't then. So I had to learn first what that was and then figure out, okay, how can I cook and what can I eat? And then start to reconstruct my healthy diet and and break up with all of the foods along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's so (laughs) sad. (laughs) Did you find like that being like a hard part, like with all these different cravings and totally at the very beginning i was like gluten-free except for dessert yeah yeah (laughs) there's exceptions and well it's like you have to make the transition on your own terms right Mm -hmm. and for some people can just turn it off but i wasn't one of those people i had to have my emotional process (laughs) with it but um at a certain point i just had to make the hard decision and say you know what this really isn't what's best for me a hard stop on it yeah yeah mm-hmm. so as you're working with what's best for you mm-hmm. what came to like wh- where did you like become like somebody who started like helping other people find mm-hmm. what's best for them as well yeah so after i went through that process i learned so much for myself and i developed that i i did i understood that mm-hmm. i had a really strong passion for food and healthy eating and different ways of cooking and that kind of a thing so I it was my passion for a long time before I realized I could make a career out of it and then when I did it was like you know it's like the curtain lifted and I was like oh my god I can make this my life's work this is amazing yeah and so that's when I studied holistic nutrition and health coaching and I did my yoga certification around the same time it was like all within two years I Whoa, did all of that so yeah. I just like threw myself in yeah it's cool when you can get excited about some, or have like these little epiphanies of mm-hmm. just like I'm gonna use what I told you about the getting the studio as an example it was just I was just doing something for myself as a hobby and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have that day where everything just kind of opens for you yes. and it's yeah it's a fucking magic that oh, is my the magic <laughs> we're trying to keep this one wholesome because <laughs> Selena's followers everybody else is like Sean you I, I you know what I went pretty well without 13 minutes in one f-bomb guys <laughs> we're learning okay. that's good i've been good so far yeah yeah that's what matters <laughs> yeah yeah so uh yeah that's so cool like uh just getting that spirit and you probably uh, got the hunger to learn as much as you can mm-hmm. um towards your path absolutely so i i came into this i want to say not as a super health buff like i think people think that I'm one of those super healthy people who just Mm -hmm. wants to do everything healthy and be healthy all the time. I don't really, to be honest, I don't really know that that person exists. I mean, maybe they do, but I think that we all kind of navigate our own path on this, like, you know, healthy choice, not so healthy choice, healthy choice, indulgent. It's like this kind of meandering in the right direction for ourselves. Yeah. I noticed too, like sometimes I'd see like, health stuff on like late night infomercials too and there's just something about the actor or the voice of the person it's like you don't want to listen to them it's just <laughs> like oh, f off or whatever but there's something about you selena that's so engaging and 
also uh I don't know real. There's like a vibe to you that makes me feel that you actually care about people. Like it's Thank not you. just like a paycheck or whatever. Yeah, I do. It's um like speaking of the magic, how we started our mm-hmm. conversation, there have been so many things in this path that could have deterred me or could have caused me to give up or to throw in the towel or do things a different way and I've just really stuck to it because this is what I want to do like I can't see myself doing anything else yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and I always hear uh, like about people saying oh what what you eat kind of like turns into like the energy you put out or just like your mm. mental state or whatever totally. and i'm sitting across from you right now and you are glowing i don't know what it <laughs> is and i feel like i probably have the opposite the other day like i ordered a large pizza and i was like yeah i'll just eat some of this and then uh save it for lunch tomorrow i ended up eating the whole thing selena like yeah. an evil person and <laughs> but uh yeah what was i gonna say but um yeah what what do you usually like just eat day to day or is it you have like a plethora of stuff. I know you wrote a mm. book on it. so I like, did yeah. wrote, write a book. It's called Everyday Eats because that's what I eat every day. Okay. Um, so for anyone who's really curious, you can check out my cookbook. Um, Is there like a but, certain type of stuff like you yeah, stick so to? or? That's a good question because I think people ask me that often and they want like the answer. Yeah. And I wish there was an answer that would work for everybody but there isn't so I can tell you kind of what works for me mm-hmm. and maybe that'll work for you maybe it's something that might inspire people to try it out um, but I don't put any labels on my food or on the way that I eat so in terms of being vegan or vegetarian or paleo or keto or any of those kinds of food labels I, I don't really identify with anything like that and I find what works for me is having a diet that has some meat in it making sure that I get my greens mixing in food that's either um, that's raw or fermented with food that's cooked and then for my body what makes my body happy is eating things that are warm so I drink room temperature water I drink hot tea usually with my meals or hot water never ice water and um, a lot of warm things so like soups cooked food works better for me than a raw diet ah interesting Mm -hmm. yeah it's always like keeping things warm I guess I don't know. That has something to do. I noticed like this is me just I'm so uneducated on this. But like even like when I feel like a cold day or whatever, I just Mm -hmm. feel sleepy. Yeah. So do you think like stuff like that ties in with like drinking cold water or like just like ice cream? And It could. Right. Because so the idea of the temperature I take from Ayurveda, which is the um, the science of of kind of the seasons they call it is looking at what works best for our bodies in terms of the season and that has to do with seasons that we were born in let's say or the season that it is outside Whoa. and it looks at the different temperatures of food and textures and flavors anyways it's um it informs a lot of the way that I eat I tend to be a cold person like my hands are cold (laughs) my feet are cold Um, so it doesn't make sense for me to be putting cold into my body because then I'll just be cold inside and out Um, but there's some people who their constitution tends to run more hot in which case 
eating cooling foods is better for them because it helps to bring them closer to balance. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I am learning so much, people. <laughs> <laughs> this, it, what's the, the season thing called again? Ayurveda. Ayurveda? Yeah, it's um, it's like the yogic science of food, you could call it. It's, it comes from India. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And I, I uh, you mentioned um, that you eat meat as well, too. I do. Um, I meet... A lot of different like health nuts too, and they seem to be like on vegan diets and stuff mm. like that. So it's cool to hear that you say that. Is there like a certain reason why you just balance it, or is it like just that's just what works for my body? Okay, and it's yeah. taken me a long time to kind of come to what works, and and I say that, and I'm also completely open to the fact that maybe in a year that won't work for me and that's why the no labels approach means there's no shame like I'm not in a box yeah so there's no breaking out of that and there's no you know it's more of like an ebb and a flow with what works for me today and what's going to work tomorrow um but I find beans for me difficult on my digestion Mm -hmm. and I've been kind of meandering a journey of gut health and a lot of the times taking out beans, taking out um, starches, like even brown rice, for example, can be helpful for healing your gut. Mm. And this, of course, depends on, you know, what it is that you're dealing with and how your body's going to react individually. But for me, that was the thing. And so if I take out some of the major sources of protein on a vegan diet, then I need to look elsewhere. Cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like your... your your philosophy on this too is like kind of just going with the flow with what works for you because some people are like no this is the answer this Mm -hmm. is like written in black and white where you're kind of more open that everybody is completely different their bodies are going to react to different things and yeah it's amazing it's true you know what that's something that i have to continuously remind myself both with my diet and my health but in business too and in life I actually have a sign that sits by my desk it says there are no rules nice just to remind me because I think sometimes myself and I see this happening to other people is we get into this space of thinking that there's a right way to do things and then we hunt for that right way I mean I know that I I hunted for like six years for the right way of eating it doesn't exist yeah and that's with like almost anything like mm-hmm. I know like some lots of people who listen to this show like songwriters whatever mm-hmm. comedians or whatever there are no rules with anything like in yeah. this world and it's kind of make your own path and do what's best for you and it can get stifled too like i'm sure like Mm -hmm. people said to you like uh just like no this is the way it is and like what are you doing like kind of like putting your own Mm -hmm. spin on things and stuff like that for sure for sure in business too because i mean as much as I'm in health, I'm in the business of health. And my kind of first career, if you will, was in marketing. I worked actually at an advertising agency on King West years ago. Yeah, yeah. And um, 
So I, I very much love the business side of things and take in a lot of business content and stuff like that. And so I know when I go to make choices in my business, sometimes I get stuck thinking that there's a right way to do things. And I need to come back to that idea of just letting it evolve. You know, I talk to my mentors and they'll say, you know, you could do this or you could do this. And I find myself wanting to say, okay, but what's the right choice? Yeah. And they're just like, you just choose. You just choose. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, you make the choice right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool to hear that you have the marketing background too. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's like a match made in heaven with like what you want to do with all like uh, your nutrition stuff. You can take from that universe and like kind of brand everything and have an understanding of Mm -hmm. how to like push that to the next level too. Yeah, exactly. And because I work with so many professionals, like that is who I work with is ambitious professionals, people who have a goal that's external to themselves and just live for that thing. That's, those are the kind of people that I want to help so that they can maintain their health and be as efficient and effective on the way to that goal. Yeah. Do you believe in cheat days? <laughs> um, that's a good question because I think that's like, that's diet language. Okay. And, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> I live in a world where you can eat anything that you want, but you have to understand how that's going to work in your body. All right. So this is like my self-talk all the time is, you know, I'll see, I don't know, let's say a delicious brownie. This actually happened to me just the other night. I was at uh, Fresh on Front, which if anybody follows me on Instagram, you know, I'm obsessed with that place. Um, <laughs> they know your they, name in there. <laughs> probably. <laughs> they had this delicious brownie and they have this glass case. And I'm like, oh, my God, gluten free desserts in a glass case is like. That's my heaven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they got the light on it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, ah, you know what? I, I'm going to do it. And so I, I picked one up and I, I ate it. And then shortly after, I started to not feel well. I was just like, I, I don't eat a lot of sugar. So I find it affects me. Like I feel it in my veins. I feel it like in my head and stuff like that. And I, yeah. I'm just like, okay, mental note you know, this is not something that really sits well with me. But my self-talk around those situations is always like, you can have whatever you want, but you're going to feel and look like somebody who ate that thing. It's the truth. Is that what you want? Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's very true too. Mm -hmm. I find like my weaknesses too, it's like, I'll think of like a taste of something, whether it's like chips or chocolate or whatever, Mm -hmm. and just knowing that it's going to make me feel bad. I've still like the, my own personal weakness of wanting to have that flavor in my mouth. <laughs> will buy a family bag of Miss Vicky salt and vinegar <laughs> chips and like, yeah, I'll just have a couple. And next thing you know, I'm like just watching something on Netflix or yeah. anything. And then I look at the bag and it's just like crumbs and it's like, what happened? Like <laughs> this monster, like demon takes over me <laughs> and just like goes on a tear and you, you never feel well after that. And not even like immediately after, like I notice like the day after mm-hmm. too, your, your energy's low. 
It's just something like dehydrated. Dehydrated, yet your mind's not like on point and everything. Exactly, exactly. I call those contrast moments because they show us the contrast between how we feel when we eat those things and how it is that we want to feel. Yeah. And I think sometimes we have to go there for ourselves. We, you know, we need to feel the craving, we need to do the thing, and then we need to be like, okay, no, now I'm really conscious that that's not what I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The best lesson is a good mistake. Ah, and I, I like that. And I make mistakes every day. <laughs> that's that's my excuse. It's like, oh, I'm learning all the time. <laughs> yeah, I love that attitude is just to be the student, like be the student of your own body, of what feels good, of even the choices that we make is, you know, have compassion because we're all learning. Yes, definitely. And you've gathered so much knowledge over the years. When did you start like... Just saying, okay, I'm going to put this in a book now. Because yeah. that's, a, that's a big move right there. It is, yeah. So I've been running a yoga and nutrition course called Eats and Asana for the last three, it'll be four years by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And um, all of my students who came through that, they have loved my recipes. And they were just on, on my website at that point. They have loved my recipes and they were always like, Selena, you have to put this in a book. So I had people asking me for like three years, can you put this in a book for us? And I always just threw it on the back burner because there were so many other things that took precedent in in growing my business. And then Mm -hmm. finally I had the team and I could see how it could come together and, you know, had the right connections to pull something like that off. And so I was like, all right, it's time to do the book. And so that was... Um, kind of around this time last year that I was heavily working on it and it was a lot of late nights and early mornings to make it happen and a lot of liaising with designers and photographers and things like that to make it all happen but it was published for the first time last December yeah mm-hmm. almost a year old yeah and yeah that's amazing like I couldn't even imagine like all the the work you put into do that even like mm-hmm. self-editing and like just plotting it out like yes it yeah. makes my head spin it takes a village that's for sure and mm-hmm. i have so many great friends who have recipe tested or let me use their kitchen to take photos and uh, helped me edit the book and gave their opinions and things like that it's it's been a work of a lot of people. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's something you should be really, really proud of. And Thank you. It's cool. It looked like uh, your book got like some good reaction, too. I noticed mm-hmm. like I was going through your pictures. You were at book signings. You were on yeah. CTV and everything. Yes. <laughs> how, how do you feel about doing like all that kind of stuff? I love that kind of stuff. Honestly, I feel like I thrive in those environments. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another one of the places where I feel the magic in life, you know, because for whatever reason, and I don't know why, because there's so many people who are afraid of public speaking, I thrive there. And so I'm just like, I guess I'm meant to do something like that because I really feel like the words just come and the message comes and like, I can maintain my composure in those situations. Yeah. That's, that's great. Um, Prior to public speaking, do you ever like get a little bit of nerves or is it just... Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. But I think that 
my journey in growing, growing my business has been becoming more comfortable with myself because there was a lot of time where it, it was hard to put myself out there because I didn't know how it was going to be received. And now I'm more thinking about the one or two people that will hear what I have to say and think, oh my God, I'm not alone. Nice. Or what she said that really resonated with me, or she said something that led to something else that like sparked the magic in their life. And if I can do that for one person, it's not about me anymore. Oh, that's amazing. That's <laughs> that's so beautiful. I love like this path you're on and like it's it's cool you got your following, but I think it's gonna keep growing. Like you just seem like you have like this spirit that's going to keep pushing it to the next level and everything. I do. I do. It's what I love about business and working for myself. It's like it's chasing the horizon. You Mm. never get there. Yeah. And there's days when that frustrates me like you wouldn't believe. But then the next day I wake up fresh mindset and I'm like, you know what? No, this is what I want to do. I want to keep growing and chasing because I get to meet so many cool people and do really awesome things that fill my soul and just make connections and, and grow. Yeah. You said chasing the horizon. I think it's Mm -hmm. important for anybody like to find their thing that has that Mm -hmm. no dead end. And it just kind of like as you're working towards something you won't even be realizing but you're growing yourself internally and Mm -hmm. everything and yeah like I want to really stress that and it's kind of cool like I get like lots of different musicians and comedians and they have that Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe they didn't have it before it's something they found and it's like something just goes off in their brain like wow like Mm -hmm. life is so different now and positive and like you wake up and it's just the thing you think about and push towards and yeah 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 it's it's cool that you found that but with yours it's like actually helps other people on the Mm -hmm. way as well getting people healthier and everything I think in a way no matter what we do even if we're creating art for the world it's cathartic for other people too even if it's just somebody else looking at you and your work ethic and perseverance and saying okay if that person can chase what they want i can chase mine too yeah i uh, actually talked to a friend of mine the other day and he went into like a little dark spell in his whole mind he's he uh he produces some certain art form mm-hmm. and uh he's got a following everything and he just woke up one day and it's just like, what am I doing? Like, none of this, like, is changing the world or whatever. <laughs> like, like, should I, like, put this energy towards, like, something else? Like, mm-hmm. more, like, conscious things. And then, like, he was telling me he snapped out of it because, like, somebody else was saying, it's like, no, I need your work to, like, shut off from the important things Mm because there's a healthy balance. Like, I totally believe in the yin-yang of life where you just gotta, like, I don't know, sometimes you just gotta step away from things and just maybe, like, listen to a song or watch, like, a crazy movie, meaningless movie and just, like, laugh or be scared or whatever. Absolutely. The things that let us loosen up. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know I've been on a journey of that. I want to say the last year or so is is 
you know, throwing myself into my business and, you know, head down and work. And I love that pace and I love doing what I do. But then sometimes I would find that I would surface from that and be like, I don't know how to have fun. Yeah, I can see how it can like if you go too much on that one side, it just you get off balance in a way. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there I was on my summer vacation reading a business book. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that happens to people. Right? And my boyfriend was like, I think you need to read a story. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I never thought of that. (laughs) Yeah. So I picked up a different book and, like, my whole demeanor changed, right? And so there's a a place for those things, absolutely, because we can't all just be these purpose machines all the time mm-hmm. yeah even growing up i used to play like so much video games and stuff like that and i noticed i'd be getting like so much into my work lately mm-hmm. and i've been consciously like okay sean just shut off sometimes so now i'm like back in the games again <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic it's like almost like a weight coming off my shoulder from like it's like you don't always have to be editing. You don't always have to be doing this and that and this and that. It's all right to just do yeah. nothing as well. I think that's that's the <laughs> irony of it is because we are dedicated to our projects and we want to see them grow and move forward. But we think that hovering over them all the time is the way to get there. Yeah. When it's actually the time that we take off or take away from our craft that gives us that creativity refresh yeah very true and i'm just learning right now that there might be a dark side to the horizon like Uh because without it having an ending you can get so lost and obsessed i I think a little obsession is good but like but be a human on the other side like i think that's the thing and i think that's this myth of balance that everybody talks about you know work-life balance what is that is it this many hours at the office and this many hours with your family it's I don't think it looks like that for all of us but I think that it's the things that we can do however big or small to keep that fire alive inside of us to keep us passionate about life not just about our craft yeah well said do you have any like go-to things that you do when you want to shut off for a little bit you you mentioned you read a read a story (laughs) i did yeah yeah. it's actually um i read an autobiography (laughs) i I don't love fiction for whatever reason i'm like you know i love i love stuff that's real like i want to hear somebody's real journey of Mm -hmm. something so i've dabbled in that um listening to audiobooks really kind of gets me out of my own head but sometimes that can end up being business anyways <laughs> yeah yeah um but it's things that i can do with my family or with friends when i can just put my phone down close my computer and just be in the moment like laugh be silly be creative in the kitchen like go throw a basketball around or you know whatever the things are something that is that I'm not doing to be great at it and that I'm not doing to get a specific outcome is just be in the moment yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's important I noticed too uh 
coming up. You're doing some sessions in Ottawa. I am. On the 23rd and let me look at it, 28th at Inside yeah. Out Studio and Orange Art Gallery. Gallery. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so what consists of your sessions when you do these? So it's a seven week yoga and nutrition course called Eats and Asana. And we take time. So our, our sessions are once weekly, two hours a piece. We do about an hour of nutrition education and discussion, followed by an hour on yoga. And we talk about things like whole foods, eating for energy, how to build energy in the body through yoga practice, uh, proper um, meal planning and meal uh, food combining it's what i'm searching for uh, mindful eating and just how to kind of make a healthy diet fit into your busy lifestyle mm -hmm. and then the yoga comes in to give us that connection to our bodies so that we can tell when we're hungry tell when we're thirsty we can have that more in-depth experience of what feels good in our bodies and what doesn't Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if people wanted to find your book, where would they go? So it's at my website, which is selinarose.ca. That's S-E-L-I-N-A. And uh, you can just put a forward slash at the end, forward slash book. Awesome, awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I want to say thank you for this opportunity. It's really cool to be able to have conversations like this. And I love that we're chatting on a show that's not just about health or nutrition because um, I'm not just about health or nutrition. Exactly. You're a human being, Selena. <laughs> Well-rounded, just like the rest of us. And a fairy <laughs> and a rock star, in my opinion. And yeah, it's, Thank it's, you. it's cool. Like I felt like this is a continuation of our conversation mm -hmm. we had at the table at the the tiff party for that premiere and everything so yeah. yeah this is really fun and like you're welcome back here anytime anytime thank you and uh yeah everybody follow selena rose on all social media check out the book check out her sessions she's got a lot going on also if you google selena rose be sure to type in nutrition because i typed in selena rose and there is a porn star from <laughs> vegas who's also but um yeah, so check, maybe, like, who am I to judge? Check them both out. Have a great day. <laughs> and cheers. Yeah. Bye -bye. Thank you. Thank you once again to Selena Rose for stopping by. Great talk. And it's funny, as we walked out of the studio, came to the realization there was a lot of things that I planned to ask Selena, and I didn't. Some off-topic things and um, some other things that related to unhealthy lifestyles, connecting with depression, but what's cool about this episode is I'm very uneducated on nutritional things. And as she was talking, I was trying to just sink things in and also selfishly get like some tips for myself. And I think taking all that in might have made me slip on some other potential questions. But you know what? That's cool. I'm learning. I'm growing. And maybe you're learning and growing as well. And that's what it's all about. I also went through this whole show with saying one F-bomb. It's a fucking miracle. And you guys should be proud. <laughs> Thanks again for listening again. Like I mentioned, if you want to check any of Selena's work, you can find it on www.girthradio.com. And right now I'm going to leave you with a song 
from a Toronto band called Dilly Dally. I love them. Such raw energy into their work. And I see they've been touring a lot, but one day I'd love to get them in the studio as well. And this one is off their latest album, Heaven. And this is Dilly Dally with I Feel Free. Girth Radio. Thank you. 